So welcome again everyone. And this uh, will be a guided practice. Just checking that you can hear me. Great. And so this um, practice that will be uh, unfolding uh, this afternoon, Nathan mentioned it this morning, metta practice, M-E-T-T-A, for those who are not familiar with it, many of you are very familiar with this practice. Um, and metta uh, is translated, often translated as loving kindness, uh, more precisely translated as friendliness, goodwill, care. Uh, an attitude of, of wishing well yeah, towards ourselves, our own experience, and towards all beings. And often, uh, you know, recently more and more, I, I'm appreciating the way, uh, one of the ways the Buddha spoke about metta, he would call it non-hatred yeah. or non-ill will. Yeah the absence of ill will, the absence of hatred. And uh, sometimes, you know, I say that or I feel into that and I just feel the kind of cleansing relief of that, you know, when that is present, when there's no ill will, when there's no hatred, when there's no enmity. Now, what a relief it is internally for, for us when we are free from, from those um, attitudes or emotions. And then also uh, what it allows yeah, between us as, as, as beings. So this is one you know, really important aspect of, of, of metta, you know, this, this um, kind of seed that we all have within us, yeah, this knowing, this um, love yeah, that we all have within us you know, towards, you know, usually limited, yeah, towards some people, <laughs> some situations under some conditions, yeah, where we feel that. Um, and at, at, at its core, yeah, Metta, like I said, it's like a seed that we already have, and at its core, um, it's a, an attitude that can be cultivated and expanded. So, one aspect is this non-hatred, non-entity, non-ill will. The other is this non-exclusive, yeah, non-self-centered aspect of it. So it's expandable. Yeah. Uh, care and concern uh, for all, including ourselves in all our different um, flavors <laughs> and, and components. Yeah. So we all have parts of ourselves towards which enmity and ill will are quite frequent responses. Yeah. So we can see that internally and we can see that um, towards others. Um, and so the way this kind of attitude shows up uh, in our experience and also what we cultivate is this welcoming, friendly, yeah, supportive attitude. Yeah. I don't know, an image comes to mind sometimes. I give an example. My nephew um, 
his biggest love is basketball. Yeah, has been since he was about six. He's now 14. Um, it's the biggest love of his life, except his cats. I should say the cats are first, then basketball. And so, you know, I, I don't have any particular relationship to basketball, but I'm very interested in his matches <laughs> because of love, right? So I will always ask him, you yeah. know, how was the match this week? How was the training this week? Yeah. And, and this is a really simple example of how metta shows up. Yeah. It's this wishing well, this kind, caring interest in someone's well-being. Yeah. We can see, like in this example, it arises naturally with people, especially with people or beings towards whom we have a pretty simple relationship. <laughs> uncomplicated relationship. Yeah. Many of us, it's often our pets, actually, where <laughs> it's the strongest. Yeah. It's uncomplicated. And that sense of wishing, yeah, wishing well for another. Um, and when metta is present, yeah, the, the really amazing thing about it is that it creates this well-being, yeah, even more inside us, even if it's extended towards somebody else. You know, it feels good to care about someone, doesn't it? It feels good to wish well for someone, as long as we remember not to get too tight and small around him, yeah? as long as we don't get too identified, yeah? So this metta has this, um, this expanding, expansive aspect to it, yeah? Remember I said pretty early on, it's not self-centered, so sometimes even through others, there's a identification. Yeah, I want everything to be good for you, so that I don't worry about you. Yeah, this is something we hear a lot, you know, especially from parents. <laughs> yeah. I I want everything to be well, you know, to things to go well for you, so I don't I can I can relax and I can be well within myself because you are such an important part of me. Yeah. And there's a lot of beauty. I'm not demeaning that at all. There's a lot of beauty in there. But we can get that sense of meta being a quality of, uh, sometimes tr translated as benevolence. That's also really beautiful. And benevolence of really wishing well, of really caring, wanting to support another um, and ourselves in a way that's expansive, you know, where the sense of self is not, um, doesn't get narrow and rigid and small and tight, but actually wide and expansive. Yeah. So it's all also uh, metta is described as immeasurable or boundless or illimitable. Yeah, it has no limits. That's part of what it does. Yeah, the, the self doesn't have a limit in it. Yeah. It's an antidote to that. And if we come back again to that thing of metta being, you know, non-ill will. Yeah, we can get a sense of that, right? Because when we feel ill will to somebody else or enmity towards somebody else, very strong sense of self here, very strong sense of another there or also in here, because <laughs> it can be also towards ourselves. Yeah. A very strong sense of identification and separation. And so metta kind of softens that and transforms that. So it, it wishes for you know, ease, safety, happiness, well-being for all, yeah, and it also brings that 
feeling yeah, into the into the um, atmosphere yeah, within ourselves and um, often for the other, not necessarily, but often also for the other that we're in contact with. So when we, um, so this is meta as an attitude, and I, as I said, we all know it in our lives. It exists for all of us, yeah, in some in some conditions. And then in the practice, we uh, tune into this both as an attitude, and we've already been doing that in our mindfulness practice, you know, over the last twenty-four hours that we've been here. You know, emphasizing kindness and interest in our practice does exactly that. Yeah. Opens up the space. Yeah. makes things, make, makes less identification, yeah. brings in that kindness in the way we meet our experience. Um, so this often feels good uh, when we do it. And if it does feel good, yeah, if the heart grows warm from the practice, um, you know, if any sense of ease arises, well-being arises as we do the formal practice, which we'll be doing right now, um, really allow yourself to enjoy it. Yeah. There's nothing wrong with practice feeling good. <laughs> if it does, enjoy it, please. Yeah. Yeah. Just uh, kind of soak that in. Yeah, Soak it in. Soak the expansiveness in. Whatever is arising, the warmth, uh, the fluidity. Yeah. Whatever is arising, the happiness. Just allow it and enjoy it. Sometimes we'll, be, we'll do the, the formal meta practice. So... Um, saying earlier and then I skipped ahead in my own inner mind <laughs> from talking about metta as an attitude to metta as a formal practice of cultivation which is what we'll be doing this afternoon um, sometimes as we're doing the cultivation practice which has a form it has a structure um, it might not feel good yeah sometimes it feels really good sometimes it doesn't yeah we might meet um, the opposite of metta in ourselves <laughs> find the yeah, closed, narrow yeah, aspects of ourselves, judgmental, critical aspects of ourselves, they might be showing themselves. Yeah. Or, just like with the breath or the body or any other meditation object, we might just find that we're sleepy or the mind is distracted yeah, and it's moving away. Yeah. It's just another object of practice. The mind will do what it's used to doing. Um, if that happens, that's okay, yeah. That's okay, yeah. Just remember, you're a human being, yeah. Yeah, it happens to all of us. So we come back to the intention, yeah. It's a practice of cultivating intention, and that includes the times when it's not going smoothly. Yeah, and we can just say, okay, that's fine. Just like I'm cultivating presence and mindfulness with the breath or the body, now with the meta practice. I'm still yeah, cultivating presence, mindfulness, yeah, and I'm also drop by drop cultivating this intention of, of wishing well um, for myself or another. So just a couple of things about the practice and then we'll begin. Um, the way I practice and teach metta, sometimes a little bit different to, uh, to other ways of teaching it, um, so uh, I really emphasize body awareness also in the metta practice yeah. and, and just to say the body 
is for most of us, not for everyone all of the time, but for most of us, most, most of the time, really helpful. Yeah, so to have a sense of the body doesn't need to be, you know, every single sensation in the body at all, but just a general sense of the body. And I'll be guiding the practice so you'll get a sense of what I'm speaking of. So grounded in the body, having a, a sense of embodiment as we practice. Um, remembering the intention, metta is a practice of intention. And then with the, the uh, practice of metta, we start with what's easy and we expand from there. Yeah. And this is really important sometimes, you know, either we've, you know, we suddenly hear about this and we say, great, I'm going to solve the big relationship issues in my life. Um, I'm going to go to what's the most difficult. Um, or we may already have practiced metta for a while and we think, okay, now I'm ready. <laughs> First day of the retreat, we'll jump in. Maybe that's the right thing to do, maybe it's not, yeah? So we're always listening, yeah, what's appropriate. But typically, um, as we kind of uh, cultivate this practice, we start with the easy and we expand. Yeah, and the analogy that's used in the tradition, which is incredibly helpful, is like building a fire. We start with the dry kindling. Yeah. The small twigs, the dry leaves, what's easy. And then gently we expand and we can bring more and more uh, into the practice. And we also remember, now with metta, it's the last general thing, uh, one of the reasons it's called immeasurable or boundless is because it's always applicable, yeah, always, yeah, there's always, we can always bring metta to something, <laughs> so that can include if we're really struggling with the practice, yeah, and it's really not working for us right now, it's become an enormous struggle, then the metta would be, okay, go to a different practice, yeah, do breath or body right now, if that's, yeah, that would be the act of metta right there, yeah. So in extreme cases, sometimes that would be the wise, loving thing to do, and that's absolutely fine. Yeah. But usually it's about where we, we send it. You know, so just like I said, um, we, I'll, I'll guide through the practice, and it goes through different beings, and it, it has phrases, and it can be all this stuff yeah, going on, and then the sense of, I need to keep up. Yeah. Um, but just listen to yourself. Listen to what's right for you. Listen to your own pace. Uh, do you need to just stay with yourself right now? Do you need to just stay with the easy being right now? Or is it maybe easier today to be, for those of you who know the practice, to just radiate metta out, yeah, to neutral beings, to non-individuated beings? Yeah. There's lots of possibilities. And, and this immeasurability, this boundlessness is to do with appropriateness. And so, before, just before we practice, the way the form of the practice is different beings, and today we'll just work with um, what we call the easy being, yeah, the most accessible being, like my nephew, for me. <laughs> Not for you necessarily, but maybe. <laughs> yeah. And we'll also um, see if we can offer metta to ourselves. Yeah, so we'll just kind of stick to that for today and then over the days we'll unfold more. Um, and I'll be offering uh, a meta practice using phrases, um, but phrases don't work for everyone. So just feel what works for you. You might use different phrases. 
than the ones I'm offering because you may already have phrases that you're familiar with. You might just want to use words. A whole sentence might be too much. You just want to use a word. It might be images. It might be a felt sense, yeah? just a sense of warmth, a sense of care um, that works for you. So all of those are possibilities. Yeah. So it's about tuning into that frequency of metta, finding what supports us to tune into it. Okay. So that's the that's the practice. That's the intro to the practice and let's take some time to practice now. So if you're not in a in a supportive position posture for the body for meditation then finding one And then whether you're just settling into your posture or you've already been sitting in it for a while, taking a few moments to see if you can fine tune the posture. As we're doing this, the awareness is already coming into the body and we can also already connect to this attitude of metta, of wishing well for ourselves. As we adapt the posture of the body to be as supportive as possible. Seeing if the body can be as stable and balanced. Gently exploring the balance between uprightness and ease. Feel as if the body's rising up, growing out of the contact with the seat and the ground. That's the upright movement of the uprightness, the lengthening of the body. We're balancing that with openness, receptivity, and ease as much as possible. Inviting the awareness to open in the body, through the body, 
Sometimes it can be helpful to start off at a specific point, like the contact areas, the body with the seat, then expand and open from there. Letting the awareness spread through the whole body, open through the whole body. Having a sense of the whole body. body sitting here. And awareness filling up, spread through the whole body space. Through the practice, we'll stay tuned in to awareness in the body as much as we can, keeping it all open and soft, receptive, sensitive. Now we'll invite into our awareness, someone for whom it's relatively easy, natural, accessible to feel metta, to feel this care, this kindness. going to take a little bit of time to allow someone to arise. Doesn't have to be a human being. be someone from our past or from the present. Sometimes someone who's supported us.
someone with whom we have a relatively uncomplicated relationship. And to whom, towards whom we just feel this natural flow of care, of goodwill. of friendliness. So we'll bring this person, this being, into awareness. We'll gently invite Metta. To flow towards them. I'll be offering some uh, phrases that you can use just a word or a different phrase or an image, a felt sense, whatever works. May you be happy. May you be peaceful. May you be healthy and safe. May you live with ease. May you be happy. May you be peaceful.
May you be healthy and safe. May you live with ease. Finding your rhythm, your pace with the phrases or the flow of the metta. Gently remembering to ground the awareness in the body. Opening to feel the resonance of the metta through the body field as you offer it to another. As you attune to this attitude of well-wishing and friendliness. May you be happy. May you be peaceful. May you be healthy and safe. May you live with ease.
gently letting go of this being and turning the metta towards yourself awareness still wide and soft and open in the body Tuning in to this wish to care for yourself, support yourself, befriend. And using phrases or the images, the felt sense, whatever was working for you. as you attune to the meta-frequency. May I be happy. be peaceful. May I be healthy and safe. with ease. be happy. May I be peaceful. May I be healthy and safe. May I live with ease.
awareness open through the whole body, resting into the support of the body. Tuning in to this wish and attitude to nourish and support happiness and well-being in yourself. Feeling the meta intention in the whole body. And then gently expanding the field of awareness to include everyone here practicing with us right now in this moment, in this Dharma Hall. Opening out the field of metta to include all of us. All of us here supporting each other in the practice. We will all be happy. May we all be peaceful. May we all be healthy and safe. May we live with ease. Feeling this web, this network of metta. Connecting all of us across the globe, across conditions and situations. And letting this metta intention grow and spread, radiate out into the world. May all beings be happy. beings be peaceful.
May all beings be healthy and safe. May all beings live with ease. There's always no rush to end the practice. We can keep the thread going. And if this is a practice that's supportive for you, then uh, feel free to use it. It might be your primary practice on this retreat. That's a practice that's useful for you. Thank you for listening. To learn how you can support the teachers and Dharma Seed, please visit dharmaseed.org slash donate.